and a man with a vast belly and an impressively bushy beard. My dear, we've occupied more than half your table. I hope that you'll forgive us. I say, of course, so long as you haven't been through our pockets and bags. He looks rather blankly at me, and though he doesn't appreciate my sense of humour and has a thick hull accent, I still think he's quite a catch. Going through your things? I should think not. I just wish I wasn't sneezing so much all evening. I'm wearing a new batwing jumper I've knitted in spangly black mohair, and it's playing havoc with my sinuses. I am Barry Lurcher, and this is Abigail, my darling wife and sometime assistant. Oh, I say. Just as I'm about to ask what he needs assistance with, I see that they have someone or something else sitting with them. It's a giant bat with over-large ears and wings made like the rest of him out of somewhat moth-eaten black felt and fun fur fabric. I remark on the bat and the creature swings round its head to glare at me. It has fearsome green eyes and a livid red mouth full of needle-like teeth. I give a jump and then I realise that it's only a puppet. The man's arm is wedged up the creature's backside. This is Tolstoy, the long-eared bat. Star of stage and screen for more than 40 years. Goodness, what a sweet puppet. Shh, don't go calling him sweet. Who's this moldy old ratbag? She looks like a zombie drag queen. I draw in a sharp breath. I think Tolstoy likes you. Barry is beaming at me through his beard and then Effie joins us, bringing vodka and lime. She looks puzzled at first and then she claps eyes on the amusing bat. Oh, my goodness, Tolstoy, she squawks, thunking the drinks down on the table and spilling some. Christ! Here's another frazzled old floozy. What are you doing, Barry? Can't you get any younger ones? There aren't any younger ones here, I'm afraid, Tolstoy, old chum. Just a load of old women. At least you can pick out some with big knockers. Look at these two. Pitiful. Well, I'm too shocked to speak. This puppet is saying terrible things. I mean, of course, this man is saying terrible things through his puppet. I'll say this much for Barry, though. You can't see his lips budge an inch when Tolstoy is talking. Abigail sits there, simpering into space, ignoring all of us. I turn to Effie and see a look of enchantment on her face. She cracks out laughing at every horrible word Tolstoy says. Oh, he's just the same, she chortles, still the same cheeky old bat. And then she reaches out to tickle behind one of the puppet's ears. He doesn't look all that clean to me as he wriggles about, enjoying Effie's attention. Look, Brenda, she grins. Don't you remember Tolstoy from children's television all those years ago? He was so rude and naughty. It wasn't that many years ago. What yours, missus? I've never really been one for watching much telly, I say. I don't mean to sound so stiff and disapproving. I've just never heard of this puppet before. <laughs> we won't hold that against you, my dear. Effie pipes up. I have been one of your fans for decades, Mr Lurcher. But what are you doing in Whitby? So Barry Lurcher explains that he and Tolstoy are the new cabaret attraction here this month. When's your first show? Effie asks. Tomorrow evening. 
Tolstoy and I will make our Christmas hotel debut at the witching hour. Will you two lovely ladies promise to be there? Effie claps her hands together. Oh, of course, won't we, Brenda? Your chunky friend of the nasty jumper doesn't look so sure. Tolstoy, she's just well built. I fix them both with a beady stare.